back to another episode of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Vanessa and Melissa, and today we're talking about our favorite thing, control. control. <laughs> <laughs> but as always, before we dive into that topic, we're going to share what's made us uncomfortable lately. So Melissa, handing it off to you. What's made you uncomfy wumpy? Comfy wumpy, mm. other than being in this comfy wumpy bed Melissa's- for those who are <laughs> watching the podcast versus yes. just listening to the podcast. Yes. We are recording together in person, IRL. We're trying something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're in Arizona. We're in Arizona right now. We're in the desert. Yep. And it's dry. Melissa's warm. I think that's uncomfortable. Freaking warm. But like I have been cold at moments I shouldn't be cold at. Yeah, it's not cold. No. And you live in the northern part of California, so you should be used to cold. Yeah, and it's literally not even cold, you guys. It's like 80 degrees. Yeah, it's 80 (laughs) degrees. And it was like a a chilly, like maybe 62 when we walked out of the building we were in. It was a little cold. <laughs> it was cold outside. But that's not what's making us uncomfortable. Yeah, what's making me uncomfortable is being in the desert and it being dry as heck. My hands are dry. Mm. My eyes are dry. Mm. It's itchy. The earth is my dry. My lips are dry. Mm. Ugh, everything. I guess maybe we were also, I was also in a plane. So maybe that I was generally dehydrated. Yeah, I does so that does make you dry. I'm going to drink water. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell me about your I, uncomfortableness. Well, I will say the girl that I met on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of my uncomfortable moment. She, okay, so let me rewind. Uh, you do get drier on planes. I know this because yes. the girl who sat next to me <laughs> on my flight over here um, told me all about it. I was looking forward to napping on my flight, as I am accustomed to. <laughs> Vanessa literally texted. We had similar flights. I was coming from LA. She was coming from, from San Francisco. Yeah. And she was like, okay, I can't wait to get a drink and take a nap. And I was like, I can't wait to sip my drink, my coffee. And edit the reel for her social media. It's like very, very different lives. I was so looking forward to the nap. Mm-hmm. And then I sit down and then this girl sits next to me. Perfectly nice. I did like talking to her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, but I want to sleep. And I didn't know how to like exit myself from the conversation mm-hmm. sooner. Mm-hmm. And then I felt bad. And so if you haven't listened to our people pleasing episode uh, already that ended last season, you definitely should. Because I had a people pleaser moment where I was like, maybe I stay awake for this girl maybe maybe i sacrifice maybe i sacrifice my nap on this barely an hour and 15 minute flight yeah maybe of what i thought was a two-hour flight originally so i was like super stoked for like a solid hour you know what they said no on that i was like the the pilot was like we have a solid 57 minutes of airtime i was like wait well hold on (laughs) i thought it was further yeah it's not i'm not geography is not a strong suit and, of like any American child, really, because our education system is trash. But I definitely thought it was a little further of a flight. <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, it's a further flight for you, though. Technically, I mean, I, apparently by like 15 minutes, because <laughs> that's also a Californian thing to like determine distance with time. time. Anyway. That's true. Mm-hmm. That could be. But uh, anyway, I, I struggled because I really I wanted to make a nap. But then we started talking, and I do like talking. You do, and I, you do like talking to people. I do, and so I wanted to talk to her, but I kind of didn't at the same. It was very weird. Yeah, you were conflicted. Yeah, so that was uncomfortable. <laughs> I was trying not to people please, and so I was looking for a natural pause to just like, yeah, not off. 
You but, could have taken control of the situation. Well, once I once I got some alcohol in me, we were good to go. <laughs> I got an Irish cream and some coffee. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that also a recommendation by this girl, too? No, actually. That was my choice, and she totally copied oh, my drink, which I felt you. so cool about. <laughs> I said my drink order, and she was like, oh, I'll have the same. <laughs> I was like, am I an influencer? Oh, my God. Flight. Yeah, so it was, it was it was fun but uncomfortable at the same time. Okay, hmm. travel woes. At least she didn't talk to me the entire time. That would have been horrid because I definitely would have talked back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there's that. Um, I can you can only control yourself. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't take control of that situation. I chose for violence, really. <laughs> but that's what we're talking about today. We're talking you chose about extrovertedness. That's what you chose. I well, yeah, extrovertedness sometimes is violence in my defense. Mm. Um, but we're talking about control today and mm. uh, the things that you can and can't control. And it turns out there's a lot you can't control, <laughs> <laughs> even though you want to control everything. Mm. If you're anything like Melissa and I, control is important to you. And I'm not sure where that comes from. If I was to guess, I would say it's probably some type of trauma, which is... I feel like control in terms of the scale of of how important it is, it's more important to you. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's been coming up quite often for you. I think I'm just like talking about it more. Oh, I'm just being an introvert about you it. You literally plan events. Um, Isn't that control? Really. Yeah, but... but it's not for me. Mm. but your old job was all about planning events yeah and like making sure it all went well that was like your thing i guess but that's because that's my job some people don't care enough to do that okay <laughs> but it's not that like control is important that's not con- i don't know Isn't that's organize organization do you not think that that's control i guess but the decisions i'm making for these events are not my decisions what I'm about like for events people. for like your friends and family though do you feel like that's control i suppose yeah we can get into that because some people are work, not that planners. Work stuff. oh yes some yeah. people like don't care about what ha- not that they don't care that's too that's too harsh Damn. but more <laughs> like, but more like they don't care as much about being the one making the decisions and mm. controlling mm. the situation. And this is very low leverage. This is control on just like a, a kind of casual scale in the sense of like yeah. planning fun stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like that also leads to burnout and mm-hmm. resentment mm-hmm. if you are always the one yes. who is then in control. Okay. When we talk about th- those kinds of things, yes. I think the work-specific example, I was like, eh, those decisions were... But I ex- I know exactly what you're talking about when it... Because I can pull a s- specific better examples for About this. work? No, about the family and friends stuff versus the work stuff for mm. me specifically. Okay, fine. What, what you want to know about my work? <laughs> I don't even work anymore. <laughs> I'm retired. <laughs> Melissa's retired. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> we do wish that for you, though. Yeah. Um, no, but I feel like this resonated with you because you had a specific thing happen about work. And then... Oh, I guess... Maybe it's not related to event planning. Yeah, it's not. That's not. It is a work thing, but it's okay. Not well, do you want to start with the okay, work? Okay, okay. <laughs> I think we're on the same page now. <laughs> I'm trying to fight you. <laughs> You're like, no. It's like, but yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a con- you literally told me about this. This is a conversation that I had with my therapist while I was still working. Like maybe it was probably last year when I was really thinking about. Retiring. Wait, retiring. <laughs> retiring. Yeah. From this job. Yes. Um, and I it was definitely something about the workload and 
things being prioritized differently every time I go into work mm. as a lot of people experience it's like one day this thing is a priority mm-hmm. get this done and that's what you're working on and then the next day they're like just kidding pivot to this thingy pivot. but also do the same this is all a priority okay like all of it is all of it at all of time. it at the same time yeah I get that so it would burn me out and stress me out to balance all of those things and past Melissa would be like okay mm. I'll try and get all of it done. Okay. But the Melissa that was fighting, like the, that I was battling with at that time was the one that would like put my foot down and put boundaries in place mm. to be like, actually, you want me to prioritize. You wanted me to pri- prioritize this. Mm-hmm. Today, you want me to prioritize this. I can't do which all Which one of it. is it? Yeah. Which one can I? I can't do it all. Okay, basically. wait. But then do you feel like you didn't have control in the sense of like you weren't the one choosing what was a priority i didn't have ownership of the projects that i was working on okay yeah okay so lack of control lack of control in that sense yeah yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you okay but in the sense of like you can only control yourself which is really what this whole thing is about yes like you had no control over what was happening no and what i'm trying to pull up right now is something that my my therapist said about that specific uh situation um, she says what'd she say what'd she say we do love when our therapists have insights that mm-hmm. are helpful <laughs> not that they're not helpful all the time just sometimes the one these nuggets stand out yes exactly okay. so something that she said in relation to this situation it said she says it sounds like practicing acceptance of the things you cannot control or immediately change will be important for improving your morale. Because, Mm. you know, if you have an expectation when you're in a toxic work environment or a not ideal work environment or a season in your working life where Mm. it's just kind of tumultuous and chaotic and not ideal. Yeah. There are things that you have, you need to accept the reality that it's not going to be like rainbows and butterflies <laughs> it's not a party all the time. in the usa not a party in the usa <laughs> <laughs> um and so she said acceptance is important in situations we cannot control or change because when we cannot accept reality as it is mm-hmm. we increase our emotional suffering yeah which triggers a spiral effect yeah. of negative thoughts yes so not to be like jaded and be like well that's just how it is because it's easy to get to that point do you feel like that people say that say that because they're you, to- <laughs> <laughs> you just sounded like so much older you gave me tired. one glass of wine okay it's a it's 11 p.m <laughs> i don't drink on weekdays usually this is this is <laughs> odd for me so <laughs> let me live and have my accents okay <laughs> i mean i appreciate it but it just made me think like do you feel like people who say that kind of shit like they've been burned before like yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's the voice of a jaded person who's seen it are we trying to get there sooner or what like what's like are we trying to be like well that's how it is like but i think there's the- a balance like you don't want to be like okay. a jaded human being but All you right. need to be able to accept the reality for it is especially if you're in a situation that you can't like not everyone can just again i've said this many times on the podcast no not everyone can just like get up and quit their job like if you're in a situation where it's like okay i need this job i enjoy most of it but Mm -hmm. this part is shitty right now yeah or maybe i don't i don't know what's near in the near future but right now like what i need to just accept this reality at the moment and then take a look at 
the things in my wheelhouse that I can actually contribute to mm-hmm. and find little pieces of joy mm-hmm. in or you're just gonna spiral right just like you know so then is the approach like okay if you're accepting the fact that you cannot control everything you've accepted that Mm -hmm. but you know that you can control some things like i can control what i work on Mm -hmm. then is it a matter of being able to say to somebody what you said of you asking to prioritize this thing Mm -hmm. And now you're asking me to do this. Realistically, I can only prioritize one. Yeah. And that's in a way taking control of your situation of what, like, you putting it back in their court, basically. Like, you are taking control of your fate. You do have to work on these things. Yeah. But putting it back, taking that situation and putting it back in their court to be like, okay, well, I am happy to do these things. (laughs) Just freaking tell me. What to do. What to do. So you're you're not not. saying no, Mm -hmm. necessarily, because you do have to do them. You Mm -hmm. just are controlling what you can control which is yourself yes and what you are able to work on and we've heard time and time time and time again the phrase like you can't really control the situation but you can control how you react to the situation and that makes does make a big difference because Mm. you know when you can have a little bit of perspective yeah again of like okay this is just the environment whether it's that Whatever situation it may be, if you can give yourself a little bit of that space and that perspective to mm-hmm. be like, okay, let's not be rash. Let's not get just immediately stressed out about the situation or even have empathy for the situation that's happening or the person that th- is doing this to you. Sure, sure. Because they probably are also being asked to prioritize mm-hmm. different things. And mm-hmm. okay. Because it could be hard because you, or, or I've also heard like, let's try not to take things personally all the time. Because a lot of the time, because I had, I have a problem. I've had a problem with that where it's like, I just take everything personally. Like, why are you attacking me? Like, why is, why is it me? Like, you know, but if it's not personal. Like you said, it's, it's like, it's they could not, be, yeah. it could be roll the shit rolling down the hill. And it's just, you know, your turn to get hit by the rolling shit. <laughs> what? You've never heard that before? Shit. Rolling, rolling down, down the, the hill. hill. Yeah. Is that only a thing that, that I've heard in my work environment? <laughs> Taking you out from now on. Yeah. It's, I'm saying that to everyone I know. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. To, no, it's just the shit rolling down. <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard that. I've never heard that before. Wow. Okay. I'm glad to give you some new thing to incorporate. Yeah, to I can't you. wait to use it. <laughs> Adding that one to my little tool belt things to say. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I hope you don't have to use it i probably do okay my work is a very similar line of work in the sense of like oh hey here's this thing make it happen but wait but like, also this logistics like, and do you have everything you need for either thing no, no. but here's another one. <laughs> oh my god go 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 okay well out. on that on, uh, on that note she yeah. also said so if you know there will be a constant issue with you not being able to get everything done yes as painful as it may be, which you don't really hear this often, mm. but lower your expectations so your expectations are more in alignment with how productive you can realistically be in that kind of tumultuous environment. Wait, but my therapist has said the same thing to me, but just not in relation to work. <laughs> are our therapist friends? <laughs> they talk. Cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah no so i guess the advice just applies broadly Mm -hmm. of lowering your expectations which as 
overachieving people typically mm-hmm. that is not something that i am comfortable hearing yeah well because we have we have respect for our work ethic oh god <laughs> like corporate america at its finest and the last thing i will say about this too that she said the last little chunk here she said this means you make a list yeah which i love a list well you do oh, love a list i love a list and understand that <laughs> she probably said that because she knows i love the list she's like make your favorite thing in the world a list i'm glad she listens and understand there may be disruptions that will be frustrating mm. and you will be able to handle them when they come to the best of your ability and if their faulty processes inhibit your productivity don't beat yourself. Don't beat yourself up over that because that's not your fault. Okay, but this idea of doing your best, though. <laughs> yes, my therapist has also said that. She's like, you can literally only do your best, and if that is your best, that's that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. And there's no point. She didn't mm-hmm. say it this way, but essentially, there's no point in ruminating over yeah. it and what, like what, the shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah, or like we're playing the situation in your head, or. Or letting it kind of simmer to a point where it just takes over and it's all you can think about. Yeah, and then yeah, your day is all ruined, you know what I'm saying? Right. So why ruin your day? And I'm not even talking about work. Yeah. I'm talking about relationships like with other people in your life, whether yeah. it's your family, your friends, your significant other, just you can literally only control you. And that is so frustrating. <laughs> but also freeing if you think about it. But also free. Yeah. Now that I've started to accept more and perspective <laughs> and lower my expectations, it has been more freeing. Yeah. No, really. Yeah. No. I, I, I'm surprised. Hashtag truth. <laughs> grow. Just grow. How many times have we said that? I love that for us. I do love it for us. <laughs> but the per- the person that I was, and maybe that you were too, even a year ago mm-hmm. would have a really hard time with the yeah. idea of accepting that mm-hmm. other people are what doing what they're gonna do other people are not <laughs> as good as us <laughs> just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding are I'm you kidding <laughs> i don't know that's for them to judge <laughs> not for me but accepting that and then also there is just some people in your life where you gotta lower the bar a little bit and i think when i think about that i think about my mom especially Mm -hmm. i would expect her to act or react a certain way and she barely ever does Mm. my therapist has said stuff that like that too she's like did you project that onto your mom yeah i'm like wait what yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over here expecting like some seventh heaven moment. We always expect some early 2000 sitcom shit that doesn't happen to us, okay? Ever. How many times are we going to have to learn this the hard way? Our lives are not an American fairy tale. We are not it. That's not it. <laughs> seventh heaven was also so problematic. It was. <laughs> I forget his name. We got to look it up. That TikTok guy that reviews the shows and he talks about why separate episodes of like different, but specifically Seventh Heaven uh-huh. are just like unhinged and make no sense. Was it the drug one? There was the drug. There's so many, but the way that they handled their family and like talked about their feelings and like it was so vulnerable, yeah. seemingly, right? Yeah. I thought that my mom would at least be like, listen to me. And not that she, well, that's. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. React in the way that they acted on TV. And yeah. that's definitely not 
our reality. And I, even to this day, sometimes project onto her what I expect her to do, but I cannot control her. And after years of trying to, Evelyn's wild. And I just got to let Evelyn do Evelyn. And sometimes that's really freaking frustrating. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, all I can do is accept her for who she is, which Mm -hmm. is annoying to even say sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But Evelyn has great moments also. Mm -hmm. And it's just, but it's hard. You know, this is, this all just reminds me of the show Never Have I Ever on Netflix. It's Mm. very like a first generation, like, you know, child of immigrants type story. And yeah. I know it's not sp- specific to our culture, but it's still relatable yes. in a way of like, I know that the main character is like, why can't you just be like my white friend's parents? Yeah. Like, they're like, and she's like, why would I want to be that? <laughs> you know, Evelyn's trying to be Evelyn. Right, Evelyn can't control her. Doing Evelyn. She's mm-hmm. like, why would I be anyone other than me? I will say Evelyn is really good about doing Evelyn. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think so. It's a strength for sure. <laughs> She's the haters going hate, and I'm like, Mom, why do you have so many haters? <laughs> but anyways, it just the issue has come up a lot for me over the years in yeah. terms of like being able to control what's happening, or rather, not being able to control what's happening. Mm-hmm. And in the past, that has led to burnout, feeling resentful, some resentful. panic attacks. But I do want to circle back to the friend thing mm-hmm. because I know that typically you and I have taken more active roles in our different friend groups mm-hmm. and even together mm-hmm. of being like planners or connectors or organized, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And that definitely has led to burnout for me mm-hmm. and definitely sometimes resentment when the effort is not being reciprocated. Yeah. yeah. And I've definitely for my mental health to protect that peace of mind, mm-hmm. I've, And this was a while ago. I like kind of stepped back from doing You mentioned. Yeah. Tell them. (laughs) them. Did I mention this on a podcast episode already? No. I think we just were chatting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I used to be part of this group, like as if I'm not friends with, I'm still friends with all of them. They're all very lovely people. Um, But we used to jokingly half joke, like not really jokingly because it was real. We we called ourselves the planning committee and it was me and a couple other people friends from this larger friend group that I have and we would yeah be primarily the ones that were like okay friendsgiving what are we doing like mm-hmm. you know oh camp- this year's camping trip blah 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 and not I'm not taking credit for like planning those whole things but it was sure. a lot of a lot of effort and the expectations thing of expecting people to respond uh-huh. on a certain by a certain time mm-hmm. Like, let me know by X date if you're going to be going to this thing so we could X, Y, and Z logistics wise, like book yeah. the place, know yeah. how how big of a place we need to book, yeah. all of those things, how much food we need, X, Y, Z, all of it. Yeah. And so when you have those expectations of people, which I still think is fair. <laughs> um, I think to a certain extent it is fair. Yes. Like, there's a difference between being a shitty friend mm-hmm. and a shitty responder communicator mm-hmm. versus just, like, being busy or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. You know, after a couple, like, not a couple, I'm kind of, like, downplaying it. Like, a, a lot? many a situation where <laughs> it was just not going the way that I expected it to go. Yes. That, again, was leading to what my therapist said of just spiraling into these negative thoughts, getting mm. kind of, like, frustrated with the situation. The fun of the planning just kind of lessons every time it's like okay here we go again with yeah this it should be fun right but it should be it should be 
And it is in the end, like when everyone's there and you can look around and be like, look, wow. we all made it here somehow right, right, and some right. way through hell or high water. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just over time was just a lot. And I just chose to kind of step away from initiating those kinds of conversations for planning yeah. just because it just was ended up being stressful at times. It does end up being stressful at times. And that, in, in trying to tie it back to why this is a control thing, it's like I can't control when these people are responding to me. No. And you can't control how invested or not they are as well. Yeah. And you either accept that or, you know, for me a little bit, I had to just step away for a, li- a little bit mm-hmm. from it. You know? I've had to do the same. Yeah. I've And I think in the past, this has been, uh, I should say for everyone, this has been a years, years long process mm-hmm. of me slowly slowly not not that i'm not an active participant in my friends lives but she just ghosted I them. <laughs> it was a slow ghost slow fade slow fade <laughs> it faded into the background just slow <laughs> you, you know the homer from simpson yes. into, into the bush it's like mm. not here no but i have i have i've um there was this whole thing I, I was talking to my therapist about like when we first started talking do you have a therapist maybe <laughs> I, oh my gosh, it's been like, it's been for sure over five years that yeah. I've been talking to this lady, funding her lifestyle. Um, <laughs> <Truly>. <laughs> uh, but I remember in the beginning, it was a lot of her telling me that I just needed to um, let people show up in the way that they can and want to show up. Uh. And then I can't force them to show up. Whether that's literally showing up to something <laughs> or like showing up in a friendship. Right. And for me, in the. Oh, God, it's also. Okay, yes, continue. Oh, I'm excited for that. That was an epiphany moment. Wait, well, no, it's let's go. No, 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 go ahead. Because it's, 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 we ha- this is a mutual friend. Anyways. Oh, okay. Well, in the beginning, I used to think that if I was putting in all this effort into a friendship, reaching out, organizing, talking, whatever, whatever you do to maintain a friendship, um, I used to have this big fear that if I stopped doing that, then I wouldn't have any more friends, which sounds crazy when I say it out loud. But it's just that at that time, especially, you know, we were all, when did I even start this? Like we were all like starting to work. Maybe some people were still in school. Yeah. Everyone was kind of, yeah, we lived in different places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know exactly the timing of trying to figure out. And then as someone who didn't have that many people as close by as I was used to having them, Mm -hmm. I just kind of had this fear that if I, if I didn't organize get togethers, if I didn't coordinate little, it'll just fade away. Like all the friendships, right? That's what you thought. And it, to be fair, this did happen to me in the Mm -hmm. past. Um, where my mom one time, and I think I talked about this in a previous episode. I don't know if it was like the why, why your friends suck episode, but (laughs) there was this one girl specifically who I had grown up with. And my mom pointed out that it was always me bending over backwards to travel to where she was or to make, just to coordinate anything. Mm -hmm. And she said, what if you stopped? What if you let her be the one to reach out to you? And then I did. And I never heard from her again. See, Evelyn being Evelyn, she's like right sometimes. Sometimes, mm-hmm. but it was traumatizing in the sense that I was like, see, look, this is proof that if I let go of control and I let people just like not communicate, then mm-hmm. I will lose them forever. But is on Evelyn's note, or like going back to have like that perspective thing and the acceptance thing, it's like, do you want a friend like that? It took me a in long time first, to get there, though. In the first place? Like, right, right, yeah. right, right. But it took me so long to get there. To which the... doesn't take away from, like, which doesn't, you know, it still sucks, obviously, yeah. that that happened. Yeah. 
But then when you give it that perspective, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, I guess. Yeah. And something else my therapist said in terms of control too is that we often, because you said something about taking it personally. Mm -hmm. And so what she told me that I've really tried to hold on to because it it has turned out to be true more than it has not, Mm -hmm. is that whatever reaction you're getting, whatever response you're getting, most of the time, 99% of the time has more to do with them than it has has to to do do with with you. you. And it's crazy because she's not wrong. But it's hard to accept yeah. and and lower my expectations of that person. Yeah. And then to your point, it's, well, do you even want that kind of person in your life? Mm-hmm. But that's a choice. You can only control you. Are you accepting it? Are you okay with it? Yeah. And, I, and on the same note of friendship, it, I remember, and this was years, like similar to what you're talking about, but kind of in a, in a different situation where I was taking a look at the friendships that I had, have, had, have, currently still have. Well, I'm sure, but in the past, those, okay. Um, And, you know, as our lives, like you mentioned, we are either like in school, like living far away Mm -hmm. in school, your Mm -hmm. school's different intensities than mine or like whatever. We're all kind of in different situations Mm -hmm. at that time. And obviously we're not in the convenient Right. Like situation that we had growing up of going to the same school or living like three blocks away from each other and just being able or not having responsibilities to like do anything else in life. And so when you take out all of those convenience factors, Mm -hmm. how are you like the same expectations of your friendships have to change, right? Because, because you can't just rely on all of those conveniences anymore. You do need to make those choices of where you're putting your effort in. Yes. And then also in the way that you're talking about, like how they respond to things or if they show up to things and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times that would bother me. Yeah. Like, and then when evaluating those friendships again, again, I like what is in my control is how I react and yes. what I can accept uh-huh. that type of friendship and relationship is mm-hmm. it's an accepting that it is different now yeah and that's okay and you can have different types of friendships yes that fulfill different parts of those things that you need in your life what we're not saying is and we've said this before in other episodes we are not saying to accept shitty behavior yeah so if you've evaluated and you realize that yes you can only control you but you don't like okay maybe you maybe you even lowered your expectations Mm-hmm. And and they're still not rising to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And if you really cannot tolerate that, if that is so detrimental to your emotional, mental well-being, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, either you just A, full on let go and accept in the sense of I'm no longer going to pour as much energy, thought, whatever into it. I'm just going to let them be. Which and- has happened. Exactly. Or I think there also is an option to be like, this isn't serving me anymore. Mm-hmm. And as as terrible as that feels as shitty as that is what did you say earlier in your in your old grumpy voice that's just how it is <laughs> that's just how it is and being okay with that okay so maybe we should talk about that how to be okay with it because as former control freaks if you want to be that <laughs> blase about it uh how do you just be okay with either the lowering of the expectations or the knowing that you can only control yourself and all of this is so uncomfortable. It's still, I'm still struggling with this. Like this is not 
I'm not sitting here being like, oh my God, like it used to be that way. Totally fine now. Yeah, no, it's a Don't care about control all at all. And it's, 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 it's in some situations you're like, okay, I'm working on it. I'm getting better at it. And then another situation triggers you like in a part, different part of your life. And you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I have to constantly work on this. <laughs> I is- thought I was done. Okay. You're never going to be done, no. which might be terrible to hear. It's terrible for me. Every time a therapist tells me that she's like, you're never done. You just get better. Yeah. And see, but you, again, you could flip it on your head. It's like, that's everything. Like, God is everything. you know, yeah, we can, we, I've heard it in a different podcast, the science podcast that I listen to. It's like, you could either look at it in a negative way or a positive way that you are like a little speck on this earth yes. in this universe. Yes. And that could be freaking terrifying and yeah. stressful, or mm-hmm. it could be freeing. Because a lot of the things, the little like, I always say this, I'm like, look at us little silly humans making just, these little situations for ourselves and stressing ourselves out. Okay, <laughs> but we do. Yeah. We do. And and that's part of the issue of control is mm-hmm. that you you burn out so fast because you're literally creating a situation for yourself. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes the situation might be valid. Like you're reaching out to somebody because it's a whole group thing and there's 0% replying to mm-hmm. you. That's that's a situation. Yeah. That's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's, I guess it's it, all self-made. Is that what we're trying to say? Like, yeah. I mean, you create, it's this, we go, it goes back to like talking about boundaries. What is the hard line boundary mm-hmm. that you're going to draw for yourself in these situations? Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe de- depending on the different facet of your life that you're dealing with, you need to draw different types of boundaries. Oh, that's a good one. The same boundary is not always going to apply in, in a different you know, situation. You cannot copy and paste. No, no. No, damn it! <laughs> Not one size fits all. Oh. Why am I speaking in this? You're suddenly like wise. <laughs> I guess that's and what... that means you're an older Filipino lady. I'm an auntie. You're an auntie now. <laughs> I don't know, dude. They didn't really go to therapy most of the time. No. Most of them, so I don't know. <laughs> okay, but something that and I said this already, but something that I've been really working on is telling myself when people don't react the way that I want them to. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the situation is quote unquote out of my control um, or I've chosen not to control it, but it's still driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. I do try to remind myself that whatever is happening on their end has mostly to do with them and very little to do with me. It's not necessarily me personally, especially if I cannot genuinely think of what I might've done. You know, it's different if I definitely did something. Yeah. Uh, but if I, it, it, I don't know. And even if you have done something, you still can't control how people are going to react react. Mm -hmm. or how they're going to perceive you. So I've definitely tried to tell myself that it's not me. It's them. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to what I was saying, you guys all suck. (laughs) It's not me. Just kidding. We're not saying that at all. And we're not saying don't take ownership of, of your own actions. Yeah. 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 I own what I've done, Mm -hmm. but there's also that aspect of, genuinely have I done my best yeah and sometimes your best isn't good enough for people what but that's also like accepting reality and you have to be sure you've done your best too don't just be like well I tried no like try really your best yeah really reflect and I'll bounce it off people that I that are close to me that I trust like here's a situation here's what I did do you think that I could have done more feasibly mm-hmm. and and sometimes the answer is yes and so then that's an opportunity to reflect and be like okay that is in my control and I'm willing to do that mm-hmm. in any situation be it work or your personal life right yeah. um but when the answer from the, another person is like yeah I think that's really all you could do then 
if you agree, then that's kind of just it. And you just have to be okay with it, which sucks a lot. <laughs> yeah, and the way to be okay with it is just by by trying, right? Yes. Like, it's it's scary to even get to that point of, of reflection and being and coming to a, an acceptance of, oh, yeah, I really did try. Mm -hmm. And I did do what is in within my control. I'm like, damn, it wasn't good enough or it wasn't enough. Maybe yeah. not good enough. Good enough is maybe too much, but it wasn't enough for that person or that mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily in general. Like, yeah. Not that you're not enough. Right, right. And again, going back to boundaries, it's like, okay, when you come to that conclusion, you know, what is the, what is the decision? Like, what is the jumping point from there? Yeah. Do you let it go? Mm -hmm. Do you, you know, depending on whatever the situation is, we're trying to generalize, you know? Well, actually that brings up a story that I have from a friend. I'm not going to obviously name names because I want to respect Name people. names! I'm just going to respect their privacy, no, but um, they had a really close friend from college and they had um, a falling out because this friend had tried to bring up some issues that they were having mm -hmm. to the other friend and kind of was th thought that it would be easy, mm -hmm. you know, to like, bring it up. Like, hey, you know, I'm feeling, yes, I'm feeling this way when these things happen. Open conversation. Mm -hmm. um, other friend just decided not to respond. And some people are avoidant in times of conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was hard to accept. That's hardcore avoidant like that's like very literally hardcore. ghosted yeah and god watching that person go through that of 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 realizing how f like fragile that friendship was was yeah that's heartbreaking yeah and then also watching them try their best and know that they cannot control the outcome and i don't know if that person ever felt regret for bringing it up i hope not no. because i, I think Again, you put it on the table. Right. And, and why live a lie? Yeah. yeah. I asked about it recently and the sentiment still was, yeah, it sucks. And sometimes I still think about it and I tell myself that I did my best and that's kind of, and I can't control the other person and that's just yeah. hard to accept. But something that that friend did tell me was, hey, I said my piece. I I expressed my, my concerns, my feelings in a very kind but direct way mm -hmm. and they're choosing not to respond to me i can't control that yeah and that's not on that person it's mm -hmm. not on mm -hmm. your friend and the reflection was at the end of the day i tried my best i said what needed to be said for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's it so in summary make sure do some self-reflection of what is within your control what mm -hmm. is in what Whatever the situation is, whether it's workplace, yes. what can you control in the workplace? What can mm -hmm. you control in your friendships, your relationships, mm -hmm. um, your home life, your family yeah. relationships? And then what are the boundaries that or like the steps and the boundaries that you're willing to well, boundaries that you're that you need to to identify for yourself. Sure. Of whether when is the deciding point of I need to just accept this as the reality when that happens what do I do in this situation if it goes, you know? Yeah. It is a lot of self-reflection and we talk about that all the time. And yes. it's like, what well, that's part of the work and part of the hard part of even, you know, except identifying <laughs> what is triggering for you yes. and, and what can you then take back and take back control of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. identifying what you don't have control of. Yeah. And then identifying what you can. And, and then, sometimes and also taking ownership of that. why it matters so much. Yeah. 
because sometimes, just like I said, it's not about you, it's about them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about you and whatever is being triggered for you. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to really do with the other person. Yeah. I mean, your need for control, rather, in that situation. Yeah. So it's like, ooh, why does this matter like, to me so yeah, much? Yeah, why did... And then maybe at... Maybe sometimes you'll be like, it actually, it actually doesn't. doesn't. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Exactly. That's <laughs> one less stress. Those are the best yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, this is fine. I can let this go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do just have to let it go. Let it go. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> you waited. I waited. <laughs> you waited. <laughs> okay. So those are our recommendations yeah. for how to be okay with not having any control or feeling like you don't have control. Hopefully they work for you. If you've tried them, please let us know mm-hmm. so we know that we're not crazy by ourselves. <laughs> we know we're not crazy. Mm, just a little mm, bit. A little. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. If you have any episode ideas mm. or any comments or suggestions or, you know, little methods that you have for this topic about control or lack thereof of control. Lack thereof. Lack thereof uh, control. Definitely go to our Instagram, yeah. I'm uncomfortable.podcast, mm-hmm. and DM us. We want to see the DMs. We do. Mm-hmm. We like <laughs> to check the DMs. Um, or comments on our posts, you know? Yeah. Tell us. Tell us how it is. Anyways, follow us there. Follow us on TikTok at amincomfortable.podcast as well. We post some of our silly little videos there too. <laughs> not a, <laughs> it's not as often, but you know, I'm trying. And be sure to uh, check out our website too. You can give us a little comment there or give us some suggestions. Mm-hmm. All of it. Just talk to us. Yeah. And if you haven't rated our show yet, please do. On Apple Podcasts. We do love five stars. Give us five stars. <laughs> Wherever you listen. Uh, and I guess we'll talk to you we'll soon. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you.